I love the smell of commerce in the morning. Why are we at the mall? Listen, we just spent an entire season hanging out at Quick Stop on the Jay and Silent Bob Minute, and I thought we could use some new scenery. But why the mall? It has everything we need. A cookie stand, a magic eye poster, and Stan Lee. It would be better if Batman was here. Ben Affleck is here. <sighs> I guess that's close enough. If you've enjoyed this witty banner, please join us this season on Jay and Silent Bob Minute as we discuss Kevin Smith's mall rats. Snoochy boochies. We will figure out why this original opening exists, why Shannon Doherty keeps changing outfits, and why that kid is back on the escalator again. So join us for all the chocolate-covered pretzels you can eat. On Jane Silent Bob Minute on Dueling Genre. to Rocky Minute, the daily podcast where we throw Paulie out of the hospital one visiting hour at a time. <laughs> Jay, Jay, Jay doesn't like my intros this season. <laughs> I like that I, I honestly, when I, these, these are genuine reactions to them because I do not read it before I read it. So when, I, when you hear it, it's me hearing it for the first time as well. And our, our disappointment is shared. <laughs> <laughs> And the, the eye rolls that you feel are real. <laughs> it's oof. Um, so I am Jason for this episode. Yeah, you could be Jason. I am Jason. Jason's back. Welcome. Hello. And I'll be Doug for this one. And today, joining us are uh, Rob and Tommy from the Wilder Eye. <laughs> Can I be Rob? Sure. Who wants to be Rob? I want to be Rob. Just kidding. Because you look like Tommy Boy to me. I, I, <laughs> uh, seven, four, niner. Was there a niner in there? <laughs> uh, uh, joining us today are Alan and Walt from the Wilder Ride. Hello, guys. Hey, how you doing? Hey, everybody. Thanks for bringing Good. us back. Good. Welcome back. Welcome back. Yeah. I'm glad you came back today because today we're knocking out minute 12, which begins with healing and ends with an autograph. <laughs> well, I kind of yeah. felt like we were on thin ice after yesterday. But, yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, so I do appreciate you having us. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you not hear the first two weeks of our show this season? <laughs> well, it doesn't air I, it, so. All I know is after yesterday, I ran out Jay. and bought my own urban dictionary. So. <laughs> No. Uh, Everybody should have one in their shelf. Yes, they should. I'm going to read it to my kids tonight. <laughs> yeah, sit around the, the dinner table and just pick an entry. I, I recommend if you're going to, if you want to read something to your kids tonight, you might jump right into Meat Punch. Just go right. <laughs> meat punch and, uh, that was a, that was one of my, it's one of my faves. Or, and, uh, you know, it was a, a Roman good feature for... Roman There's, helmet. <laughs> all you have to do is is put a state in a state or a city. Like like just pick um, Cincinnati. Put in Cincinnati, and whatever comes up, like the Cincinnati so and so, it's definitely um, it, it's one that'll uh, that'll make your hair stand on end. Yeah, I've, re- sure. I've read the one for Cincinnati. It's pretty horrifying. <laughs> the Cincinnati steamer. Pick one, Houston. I'm, sh- I'm oh. Sh- well, that, that, oh that's a, a Cleveland steamer. That's that's the uh, mm-hmm. that's the big one. All right, oh. so yeah, so here we are, and finally, after an entire movie of Polly asking Rocky 
for this favor. Rocky agrees to get him his old job with Gazzo. Mm-hmm. It's the happiest we've ever seen Paulie. Yep. This is all it took. All it took. Well, isn't this kind of a, uh, interesting that here's this guy seeing the person interested in his sister, right? He knows who Rocky is. He just did this amazing thing. First thing he wants is a job. Is he, he he does the cursory? Uh, how you feeling? You know, and then he goes right to can I get a job? And now he's got the job. He, I, okay, I'm going out of here. I, I got it. Thanks. Yeah. Two thumbs up. <laughs> yeah. Hey, cool. That's a great future brother-in-law right there. Well, he's he's dressed for going out on the town. <laughs> he's, it feels like he's got a new job landed. What else do you need? Well, let's let's not forget about the um, the prostitute that he paid. <laughs> Is probably waiting for him. Well, that's what that's what the flowers are for. <laughs> gift shop right. <laughs> in the gift shop. She's perusing the gift shop at the hospital. He interrupts Good Rocky's for- Rocky's walk in to the fight, and he says, "He said you like my date. It cost me two hundred bucks." That's <laughs> Rocky's walking into the fight. It's a lot so, cheaper yeah, than an ex-wife. I'll tell you that. Yeah, he's he's getting his two hundred bucks worth. So so make no mistake. All right, pa- Paulie just he, he wanted to get in, and uh, now he wants to get it in. <laughs> he's just he's just all class, isn't he? He is. He's he's all about class. <laughs> now were nurses always this mean? No, she's not. Well, actually, they are. They can be when visiting hours are over. They they become like animal like it's like animals the gremlins after you after midnight or if you feed them after midnight or they get wet it's like nurses after if you're in there after visiting hours they're no, very nasty see wait a minute last episode you st- I started saying something made you see something or hear something now all of a sudden you're talking about wet nurses all acting like animals and you know uh, all see? over the place see yeah. now those are the movies I'm into so that's cool you want to put that outfit on and come treat me I've got burns everywhere come on you have to help. <laughs> You know, I definitely saw that movie. <laughs> I always wanted to do that, you know, tape up your hands on both sides and say, I'm supposed to give a donation, but, you know, can I get a nurse to help me with this? <laughs> Actually, the first thing I thought of, you know, the movie uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest is I was like, oh, here's Nurse Ratchet showing up, getting ready to kick everybody out. There it is. That was <laughs> that was what my prediction for you guys. Nurse Ratchet. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I said one of these old motherfuckers <laughs> is going to mention Nurse Ratchet. <laughs> well, I mean, she comes in wearing the exact same kind of. I know that's the typical uniform, but she looks like it, acts like it. She's all stern and everything, and she's going to give him his pill, like his daily pill. It looks just like Nurse Ratchet. <laughs> But after Polly leaves, like her her demeanor changes, like mm-hmm. completely one eighty. True, well, that's how nurses are. They're nasty to the visitors because the visitors get in the way of healing and get in the way of their job. But when the ner- when their visitors are gone, they're they're still nice to their patients. They're very nice people. It's also because she wants something from her. Sure, she yeah. does. As does everyone from this point on. <laughs> well, and also everybody's always happier when Polly leaves. Oh, good point. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> it's like okay, the douchebag's gone and. The room just got happier. But you brought up earlier that uh, Paulie coming in and asking was like the first of like people just wanting things from Rocky from here on out or wanting him to do something or wanting him to endorse something from, from this point on. And, you know, Paulie was the first one. And right away, here's the second one. Another mm-hmm. you know, nurse comes in and right away, Waste she wants no something. Time. Right. She wastes no time at all. No, what I like is you think she's just doing her normal nursing duty. You know, she hands him the little cup with the pill in it. Then she hands him the water and. Sounds like she's doing the nursey type thing, right? The, the, is that a real word, the nursey type thing? But she's doing um, the, yeah. you know, the, the care, right? Making sure he's mm-hmm. on medication, 
then as soon as he has taken, you know, done what he's supposed to do, it's immediately now, now, can you, uh, can you make out an autograph for my son? She has that pad ready. Yep. Oh, ready yeah. to go, right in her hand. Mm-hmm. Which means she knew that's what she was going to do as soon as she went in there. It was probably why she wanted to kick the guy out. She wanted a private moment to get, you know, Rocky's autograph. Mm-hmm. And I love the uh, another Rockyism we get when she asks how how are we feeling tonight. He says very handsome. <laughs> <laughs> like he he's only Rocky has has this kind of grasp on the English language. And he when she gives him the pill and he takes it with the water and he goes that tastes good. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say the grasp being very rudimentary. Yeah. <laughs> it's water, dude. How good does water taste? <laughs> well, in Philadelphia, it may have a particular taste to it. <laughs> oh, this doesn't taste like my neighborhood water. <laughs> That's good, man. It's kind of metallic. It, it, it doesn't taste like feet. <laughs> what do you mean? It tastes clear. <laughs> wait, wait, what? It tastes clear? <laughs> you see the water coming out this, of my pipes. It tastes very watery. <laughs> Um, let me ask. See, you're thinking like Rocky now, <laughs> Doug. I got a question for you though. I want it because you're the, the you guys. This is your show, your expertise. How much of the Rocky dialogue was written as is versus Stallone kind of saying, "Here are my benchmarks, and I'm just going to kind of talk and whatever pops into my head." Because I swear, half the time it feels like it's just mumbling improv that somehow hits those signposts he needs to hit to keep the story moving forward. You're right, but it's almost all of it is written that way. Seriously, it's exactly how you hear it. Yeah, even in um, Creed, Sylvester Stallone didn't write Creed. The uh, I can't remember the name of the writer right now. Coogler? Did he write Sean it? Ryan Coogler? Coogler? Ryan Coogler. Yes. <clears throat> Actually, when uh, when he handed the script to Sylvester Stallone, Stallone went back and rewrote all of Rocky's dialogue because, you know, he said like Rocky wouldn't wouldn't say it this way. He would say it this way. So he this this is written as is. That's amazing. He had he had all of this like he's like these Rockyisms were living inside Stallone somewhere. Well, I just because I know and, and I hate doing this, and I don't want to jump around, but I know like the whole in the ice rink scene coming up later. He just keeps saying and talking, and and it feels like he's just improving the whole time. And I think it, that's amazing if it was all written out. Yeah, I mean he he might um, like touch it up uh, here and there at filming, but for the most part, all of these Rockyisms are written that way. Crazy, right? Okay, but I, I just wonder how big the gap is between Sylvester Stallone and Rocky Balboa. Um, it, it seems like, in many ways, it's his personality. I always thought that too. I, I mean, when when I saw the first time I saw Stallone in in a non Rocky film, I was I was amazed at how eloquent he he really is. Like he's he's not a dumb guy. He's not a punchy guy. But I just thought that that was him. When I found out he, the first time, like years ago, that he wrote Rocky, I was like. How can he write Rockies and moron? <laughs> but, it's, but it's just it's the character. Not that's not Stallone. Um, most of our listeners love Sylvester Stallone, so that was kind of a moron. Listen, this is this is Kid Doug talking. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Kid Doug sucks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got a question. Do do you have all the text on that button she's wearing? It looks like it's got a phone number. I tried. I tried so mm-hmm, hard. Mm-hmm. I can't read any of I it. I do have the text. You have the text? How'd you I get do. it? Uh, I put the DVD in and w- uh, the Blu-ray. It's something like I'm... And I watch it on an HDTV. Well, that'll help, because I see it as a little blurred, and, and I'm squinting my eyes, which is already bad enough. I'm proud to something at the... Be an American. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, I don't know, but this guy looks like a phone number and an extension. So, is that like their... <laughs> is that what that is in the middle? 
there's some numbers, but uh, it says along the top, it says, I'm proud to work at the. <laughs> I don't know where it stops. Polly's massage. It goes around the t- it goes around the top and the bottom. It says I'm proud to work at the nation's first hospital, and in the middle it says celebrating 225 years in 1976. Wow! Huh. Wow! Look, now that you say that, I can see it perfectly. Mm-hmm. Which is the the it's the Pennsylvania Hospital. That's 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 really cool because obviously the whole idea of it being the spirit of 76, a lot of people would have been. I mean, I, that was a huge holiday with me growing up as a kid. Um, I remember everyone was everyone where I was growing up was about the bicentennial year. Like the whole year, it felt like the whole year was about not just the 4th of July. I was like, this is our bicentennial. You heard that everywhere growing up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, this is this is a nice little touch, too, because this movie was filmed in 78, released in 79, but we're supposed to, this takes place right after the bicentennial fight in 1976. So it stands to reason that all the nurses and staff would be wearing these buttons. But the um, the Pennsylvania Hospital was in fact founded in 1751, which was 225 years before the events of this movie. It was founded by Dr. Thomas Bond and Benjamin Franklin. Look at that! To care for the sick, poor, and insane who are wandering the streets of Philadelphia. So there you have. And it. boy, they've made a dent in that, haven't they? <laughs> <laughs> can hardly can hardly tell it used to be like that. <laughs> <laughs> Not much has changed. <laughs> they, they tried to round them all up to <laughs> some success. Well, you know, I I thought it was the um when I, when I was a kid, I'm a little bit older than y'all, I think. Um, but a lot of people had those. Um, I've stopped smoking. Ask me how buttons, and for some reason, I just assumed that's what that button was. So uh, interesting oh, really? that you were you were able to figure that out. Yeah, it took me. It took me a lot of like uh, searching, and you know, uh, <clears throat> you know, on those, um, uh, those, what were, what were those paintings? Those s- s- secret eye paintings, or whatever the hell they were called, where you had to like go blurry to see the the image. I was trying to do that kind of shit, but oh, the the 3D stereotype print posters. Yeah, like the one they had on Seinfeld that time. Yeah, I got one as a. I got one actually for Christmas. It was I finally figured out it was a damn dinosaur, but I had to like. I had to do some wonky shit with my eyes to kind of like see through the picture as if I yeah, was like yeah, almost yeah. looking at the reflection of myself on the frame and and stare like almost through the picture. And then all of a sudden, like, oh, my God, there's a dinosaur there. Who thought those were good ideas? I don't know. The only time I've ever been able to really tell what one was was after a Grateful Dead concert. <laughs> for some reason, all of a sudden, it was like, oh, I got it. Yeah, Dude, that was a real picture. <laughs> it's, it's like it's even been a picture. Look. It's like it's really there. It was just a brick wall. <laughs> Listen, LSD is a hell of a drug. <laughs> that's that's what I've heard. <laughs> she asked him to make it out to my good friend Charlie Flynn. No, what? What? No, she no. her kid. Another um interesting thing about this is this actress is uncred uncredited. Yeah, I couldn't find her anything about her either. Right, because I looked up in the cast list for who played Nurse Flynn, and I couldn't find it. Yeah, mm-hmm. she doesn't show up, right? I couldn't find no. it. No. Or, or nowhere. Can you take your ring out of your mouth? <laughs> First of all, she has to make it out to her son, Charlie Flynn. Yeah. Right. And then she says my something about friend. to my, to my good close, friend. Close friend or yeah. To my good friend, Charlie yeah. Flynn. My yeah. good, we, we don't get that. We don't get his response at this minute, but it's, it's, I, I, love, I love how we will roll into the next minute. Because yeah. yes. yeah. I love Rocky's sense of he understands what's happening. And I, I, Doug, you made a comment about how, you know, you kind of had an assumption of the intelligence of maybe the actor or the intelligence of, you know, 
because of the way the characters played. I love the fact that if you really pay attention to the movie, Rocky's not a dumb guy. No, he's not. You know, we just make that assumption because he talks slow. He never shuts up. He's prone to maybe angry outbursts when things don't go his way. But he senses, and I, that's what I, kinda, I like about Rocky too. It's almost like without even being told, he senses what's happening and doesn't necessarily fall prey to it. You also see throughout this movie too, like his, um, like his emotions coming to the surface. Not, not like you know, anger or anything like that, because we saw that last movie. But like when, when he does get offended, you know, the, the really the only time we saw it was in a statement he made to Adrian after the press conference, and he said, "Remember all I said, all that stuff they were saying didn't bother me. Well, it did. And now we actually we'll see him later on. We'll see how how he gets hurt and uh, and how he reacts to it." Like he's not he's not a one dimensional guy by any any stretch. Oh no! And if, if if anything, if you thought that in the first movie, this movie definitely takes care of that because of, of the, the emotional arc he goes through, and when he realizes what's really important in his life, at least at one point. And I I actually the minutes I you had asked me before what minutes do we want if we could get them and the ones I wanted I didn't get so I'm I'm mad about that, <laughs> but <laughs> if for me it's that scene which you'll get to later but. When when Adrian realizes, I don't want you to fight anymore, but I've just realized you've given up everything to be here. You, you will always be here. What kind of a wife would I be to take this from you after you've given up everything already for me? And, and that, that even though she doesn't want to, and then all of a sudden it's back. The spark is back. The life is back. And I, to, I again, the emotional journey he goes on is fantastic in this, in, in this sequel. Yeah. Like he, he's not going to raise a finger in training until... She gives the okay. So I got that minute anyway. Nah. <laughs> You're going to edit that out, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be one long bleep. Yeah. <laughs> Put in some like elevator music, you know, like the girl from Ipanema in the background. The little guy says, during this moment, our guests refused to pay attention to sticking to this minute. Therefore, we will not listen to what he had to say. He apparently did not read the FAQ. <laughs> yeah, the, the technical difficulties. <laughs> I think we had one of those in our air. Yeah, one of the Wilder Ride episodes. We were like, oh, gotta let's just go along. We'll just take a time out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had a couple of those. Uh, I'd never do that to you, Alan. <laughs> um, as far as this goes, I mean, those were the last two things I saw. Um, the, just, I wanted to get those details on the nurse because if again, I watch when I'm watching a movie, not just one minute at a time. I'm thinking, what's the point of putting the pins? What's the point of this thing on the on the character? So I'm glad you were able to, to read it because that's a, a cool little detail. Yeah, that is. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't letting that one go. <laughs> the um, in the script, Jay. Mm. Jay loves my script uh, references, mm -hmm. my but favorite. Uh, uh, he asks the nurse what room Apollo's in. Here in the movie, we'll see that he kind of just wheels himself to Apollo's room next wait, minute. Wait, maybe. <laughs> we just stick to the format that we're in this minute. <laughs> I'm a bad influence. Yeah. Let's just can talk about the fight with Ivan Drago at this point. You want to do it. Russian collusion. It's a big topic right now. Let's just jump right into it. You've been it. dying to do oh, that for, for a whole movie. Wait a minute. Who's Drago? I, what are we talking about? Exactly. Oh, you know, Ivan Drago. I haven't skipped ahead. He's a guy he fights later on no. Christmas. Yeah. He yeah. was the guy. In Russia. 
He's the guy hanging out with Stallone's future wife. Yeah. Well. Oh, yeah. That's right. Uh, well, when that's that right. One, we want the snow training montage. Can we get the montage? <laughs> <laughs> Which one? <laughs> oh no, all we, of them. Yeah. Every every one of them. Which would be half we the are movie, your montage experts. I think there's 45 minutes of montage in that movie. I know. We'll be your guest, like perma guest. <laughs> Well, see, that's where my training went wrong because I thought I could just train in three second uh, bursts. I know. And put it all together it in one montage. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, for some reason it didn't pay off. Also, the nurse uh, in the script tells uh, tells Rocky to get some sleep, and he responds with "You too." You know, kind of that that's <laughs> yeah. that thing that people do. I did. I actually did it today. I went to the fucking gym, and the guy said, "Have a good workout." I said, "You too." <laughs> Like an idiot. Every time we say that, I feel so stupid. I, yeah. Like the it's Uber like, driver that says, have a good trip, and you say, you too. Oh, God. Yeah, I do crap like that all the time. It's like an automatic response. You don't even think about it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. Came right out of my mouth. <clears throat> in this part uh, in the book where uh, where this is supposed to be Gazzo that she throws out of the, uh, the hospital room, mm-hmm. Gazzo tells the nurse, let me explain a situation. Gazzo said and smiled. Here's the situation, doll. Rocky Balboa is a relative of mine, first cousin, and in any language, that should mean visiting privileges, Gazzo said in a smooth way. Can anybody use the word doll these days? I submit no. (laughs) Well, if you want to get stabbed. Yeah. (laughs) You know, you say that. (laughs) I actually, maybe because it's it's endearing between me and my wife, but I'll say that to him like, hey, doll, what's up? But I'm, I don't do that to a stranger that I don't know where her temperament might lie. But I will do that with no, the wife. Or his. <laughs> or, or his. Yeah, so right. You're right. We're in the 21st century. Here. Hey, doll. What's up? <laughs> you better hope she has a good sense of humor. <laughs> yeah, I've kind of learned my lesson on uh, on stuff like that. <laughs> Our kiddo. I do that a lot. I'm like, hey, kiddo, what's up? Yeah. I can do that with my kids. Yeah. Oh, I do that with the wife. <laughs> Oh, yowza. No wonder she asked me to serve you these papers. <laughs> she called a private meeting at the detective agency. I need you to do something for me, Walt. You, you see him more than I do right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, golly. Anyway. Um, I know the burning question everybody has is, what, what's Rocky thinking about the whole autograph nope. thing? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, the book answers that question, Jay. Thank God. Can I, can I, uh, can I get in character? Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. Can you? Yo, hey, yo, yo. I dislike signing autographs in general. Not that many people have asked me to scribble my name, but that's what I do. I scribble. I always have bad, what do you call it? Penmanship. I was always the guy that the teacher would hold up as an example. The teacher would say, if you don't study and practice crossing T's and dotting your I's and making nice O's, you're going to end up writing like Rocky Balboa, which is the same as giving a monkey a pen and turning them loose. I used to think that was funny. That's pretty harsh for a teacher. Wow. <laughs> was he, that was, is really was he, was, he, was he being taught by a nun? I mean, uh, I was going to say, it must have been a nun. It, it had to be, because that's, yeah, that's brutal. That's you know awesome, what? though, because I always, I, I, it's like the joke I have when I'm either directing something or working in a group or something, and someone's just really screwing up. And I'm like, look, look, don't worry about it. Don't, you're never truly worthless, because you can always serve as a bad example. <laughs> that's brilliant. <laughs> See, now you feel good about yourself. You can show everybody what not to do. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> oh, man. 
But in the in the in the thing in the novelization, you said he says I I don't I don't like signing autographs. Yeah. But in the, the next scene, he's gonna say that was his first autograph. He doesn't like writing. Hold on a second. You said he doesn't like. I dislike signing autographs in general. Okay. And Not that many people ask me to scribble my name. But he said this one was the first one. He said my first autograph. Yeah. Yeah. He says that in the script here. Well, I don't think you don't think he says it this minute, does he? No. Uh, no, that's next oh, minute. Sorry. He gets next minute. <laughs> Excuse me, broke, broke my own rules. <laughs> yeah. It's spreading. Pretty soon, next minute, we're just going to finish the movie and be done with it. <laughs> be a five-hour episode, yeah, we, but we, we got it. Warned y'all. <laughs> I did. We're terrible. I guests. did. I warned him earlier today. <laughs> He's like, "We're going to get you guys out of there in no time." I'm like, uh. "Do you know who you invited?" <laughs> well, I feel bad because you guys got to work tomorrow. Yeah, I, I get up at like yeah. five o'clock in the morning. Me too. Uh, Oof. That's why God made coffee. <laughs> yeah, but I gotta sound like I'm wide awake by six a.m. when I go, "Hey, yeah. welcome to the radio." Well, we'll probably be wrapping up about then. Anyway. No, so. yeah, just stay here. <laughs> <laughs> just stay here. <laughs> all right. Well, I, I, that's all my notes for uh, minute twelve. I don't know if you guys want to touch on anything else. Well, the only thing I was going to say is, did you notice that his head is wrapped like the mummy? I mean, yeah. <laughs> it is like he had major brain surgery. <laughs> I know that's well, that's had, a huge retina. It's a very serious procedure. So you got to wrap his whole head. Yeah, you need to hold the eye thing in place. You wrap around the the bandage holds the eyes patch in place. Wow, you you really said that so convincingly. They didn't have eye patches back then. <laughs> okay, <laughs> <laughs> they had pirates. <laughs> yeah, they had eye patches. <laughs> This long, is before they were long damn John Silver. <laughs> well, this kind of goes back to your conversation at the end of your last season about people getting shot in the head. And um, I don't know if you remember that conversation, but it may have caused some marital, marital discord if your wife heard it. Um, <laughs> but Our wives don't listen. <laughs> yeah, well, mine doesn't either. Yeah, mine either. <laughs> so, but that is what you'd look like if you'd gotten shot in the head and they had done surgery. I mean, he has a full skull wrap. Well, you know, invasive surgery in the 70s is a whole lot different yeah. than the kind of surgery we have today. I guess yeah. so. I mean... Let's just all be happy we weren't getting surgeries back then. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. At least they didn't do the cheesy thing of, like, having, like, the blood stain kind of soaking through. They just left it as... It's all it's all sewn right. up. Just it's a, just extra padding so that way he can sleep, you know, a nice cushion. <laughs> extra layer to that pillow. <laughs> it's like the... The early snuggie of pillows right there. You just wrap it around your head and you get your instant pillow. You don't have to put it out. You, you can walk around with it. <laughs> Four pounds of gauze. <laughs> to make some dumb shit like that now where you can, uh, like a pillow where you put your head in. There's holes like on top of the head for your hands. So like when you're, so you can put your head like down on a desk. Mm. Really? Yeah. It yeah. looks like a, a something you lay on at the chiropractor's office or something. It's it's huh. weird looking. It's bizarre looking, and now I have to find a picture of it. <laughs> so while I do that, why don't you um, tell us about the Wilder Ride? Well, you can find the Wilder Ride season one at well, at the time of our recording. We may even be into season two when this comes out. But you can find the Wilder Ride at almost every one of your podcatchers: iTunes, Google Play, a Spotify, Stitcher, Pod, uh, Podcast Addict, and all the other ones. We're even on YouTube and. Um, iHeartRadio and TuneIn Radio. So even if you don't want to download anything, you don't want an app, you can just go online and listen to all of season one. Just look for The Wilder Ride. Uh, you can uh, find us at our listeners group, Mighty Mix, on Facebook. Uh, swing by there and 
you know, post your Rocky related content, talk about Rocky or other things if you want. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram now at Rocky Minute. We are on Twitter at Rocky Minute. Uh, you can email us, RockyMinute at Gmail. No one ever does, but we keep saying it for some reason. And um, you can find us at our home way from home at DuelingGenre.com, where you can find all of your minute-by-minute favorites, as well as some original content by Scott Corelli. And uh, anybody else on there? I think you nailed it. Oh, nailed it. I didn't even use a script. Other than that, though, <laughs> if you want to hear more of this, tune in tomorrow, where uh, you guys are coming back, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. All right, so... <laughs> We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. What are we waiting for? Take this! Hey, can I get you to just, at, on the close, I want to put this on the Wilder Eye. Can you just say, to my good friends, Rob and Tommy from the Rocky Minute? I hate doing sign-offs. I do too. <laughs> Rob and Tommy, who the? <laughs> they're on the show. I don't know. They're friends with Jay. <laughs> they're, they're Jay's friends. Jeff's, they're Jeff's friends. Jeff's friends. Jeff's friends. Oh, you got it right. I got it wrong. <laughs> hey, hey, Jeff, why don't you come back in here and uh, sign off for <laughs> Rob and Tommy? <laughs>